With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, March 17th, 2021, and happy St. Patrick's Day, ladies and gentlemen, and as we welcome you to episode number 245 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is, of course, <coughs> WCWS Outside the ropes. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, get set to talk about the world of pop culture. Uh, first, of course, bring you today's uh, news stories, courtesy, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, <clears throat> we'll be bringing you, of course, some pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, for today. As well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to get you set for nine, for let's see, nine sixty-four of Revolution here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be, of course, bringing you some wrestling news tidbits, also courtesy of our friends at Four Eleven Mania. If you care to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is one six zero five five six two. 0444, caller ID 141387-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is now 6.31 p.m., as we said, on St. Patrick's Day, uh, Wednesday, March 17, 2021. Let us now proceed to 411 Mania to bring you, of course, some of the some of the stories here uh, 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 pop culture stories, of course, making the rounds here, of course, on 411mania.com. As we, of course, always thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network by reading their stories on all of our shows. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to Outside the Ropes, of course, we also have to say Revolution, Wolfpack, also Raw Radio, as well as Power Hour, as well as WCWS This Morning. And also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it, I'm sure it is utilized by the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas on WWS Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. But we hope to, of course, to institute 411 Mania onto all of our other shows that we hope to, of course, begin or uh, bring back here in 2021. Our first story, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us here from Jeremy Thomas, which was posted yesterday. As what is coming to Disney Plus, of course, in April, including, of course, the classic Ewoks Battle for Endor, as well as Star Wars Clone Wars, and more. Disney Plus has several new additions coming in March, including the long unavailable Ewoks Battle for Endor, the original Star Wars Clone Wars, and more. The streaming service has announced next month's new films and shows arriving. You can check out the list right here on this page. April 2nd, we'll see the arrival of several Star Wars content, including Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor, the two Ewoks-centric TV movies that aired in 1984 and 85, respectively. We'll also get the story of the faithful Wookiee, the short from the middle uh, 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 from the middle of the infamous Star Wars holiday special that first introduced Bubba Fett. Among non-Star Wars content are additional episodes of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Night at, the, Night at the Museum and its sequel, Battle of the Smithsonian, 
the second episode of Marvel Studios Assembled and more. Here is the following list. On April the 2nd, you, you have Season 1 of Disney Secrets of Sulphur Springs, No Time Left Present. Seasons 1 through 3 of Disney Walk the Plank. Seasons 1 and 2 of Higglytown Heroes, The Island at the Top of the World, Third Man on the Mountain, The Last Ice, Episode 3 of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Season 1 of Made in a Day, Season 4 of Secrets of the Zoo, Sharks of the, of the Bermuda Triangle, The Big Year, Night at the Museum, and of course its sequel, Battle of the Smithsonian, The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, Episode Number 2, Caravan of Courage, Ewoks Battle for Endor, Star Wars Clone Wars, both Volumes 1 and 2, also Star Wars Ewoks Season 1 and 2, and the story of the faithful Wookiee. On April the 9th, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode Number 4, The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, Episode 3, Disney Future Worm, Disney Disney Kick Batalki, Suburban Daredevil, Season 1 and 2, Disney Secrets of Sulphur Springs, Time After Time Finale, the movie Man at the House, I believe that was the one with uh, Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I believe. Mark Twain and Me, Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, and Caesar Milan, The Real Story. On April the 16th, the premiere of Big Shot, as well as Episode 5 of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 4 of The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, Treasure Buddies, White Fang 2, Myth of the White Wolf, National Geographic, Earth Moods, Volume 1, Earth Moods premiere, uh, from the premiere of Earth Moods, season five of Primal Survivor, The Kid Who Would Be King, and the movie Rio. On April the 22nd, secret, the premiere of Secrets of the Whales will, will take place. On April 23rd, finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode five of The Mighty Ducks Game Changers, episode two of Big Shot, Disney Junior Puppy Dog Pals season three, Disney Live and Maddie Seasons 1 through 3. Disney Live and Maddie Cali Style Season 4. Disney My Music Story. Suki Muswich. That's how you pronounce it. The, uh, Being the Queen and the movie Baby's Day Out. On April the 30th, Marvel Studios Assembled Episode 2. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers Episode 6. Big Shot Episode 3. Adventures in Wonderland. Season 3 of Disney DuckTales, Disney Junior Mira, and Oklahoma. So that's a lot of stuff that's coming up here, of course, on Disney Plus coming up here in April. Our next story here, ladies and gentlemen, comes from, came yesterday from Jeremy Thomas, as Zack Snyder was not aware of allegations against Josh Whedon on, on Justice League during its production. The Justice League film has become almost a more mythical story than the film's narrative itself between the replacement of Zack Snyder with Josh Whedon, Snyder coming back after afterwards to put together the forthcoming Zack Snyder's Justice League, and of course the allegations by Ray Fisher that Whedon was abusive on the set of the film. Those investigations became the focus of Justice League-related stories for a good while, and Snyder was asked about them in a recent New York Times interview. Fisher's complaints, which he took public last year, sparked an investigation which is believed to have cost Whedon his position as showrunner on HBO's The Nevers. The Times asked Snyder if he was aware of the allegations when they were being raised on production of the film under Whedon. Not at the time, he said. The last thing 
that Cass wanted to do was call me, complain about them having a hard time shooting. But in retrospect, do I feel bad that they had to go through that? I do. These guys are my friends, and they're amazing actors, and they're strong people. I want them to be taken care of and in a healthy situation. I wasn't there, so your opinion on it is probably as good as mine. The four cut of the film titled Zack Snyder's Justice League arrives this coming third, actually arrives tomorrow on HBO Max. So, so apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, at the time did not was not was not even aware that was, that was going on. Unbelievable. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday, as Fetty Alvarez confirms that the next Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a direct sequel to the original. Fetty Alvarez is producing the next te Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he has confirmed the film will follow the Halloween trend as being a direct sequel to the original. Alvarez appeared on the Boo Crew podcast and confirmed that the new film will be a direct follow-up to the Toby Hooper classic. Alvarez said that the film was will be set years after the first movie, with Leatherface being a much older man. He said, per Joe Blow, it is a direct sequel and is the same character. It is old man Leatherface. Alvarez, who also did Evil Dead and Don't Breathe, went on to add that the film will have as, as little CGI as possible, favoring practical effects. He said, everything is classic, old school gags. A lot of the approach that we had did never video effects to do everything on camera. It's a very old school approach to filmmaking, vintage lenses. It's very similar to the original film. The film is set to be directed by David Blue Garcia and stars Elsie Fisher, Sarah Yarkin, Mark Burnham, Moe Dunford, Owen Florey, Alex Alice Creek, Jacob Lattimore, Neil Hudson, Jessica Elaine, Sam Douglas, William Hope, and Julian McCoy. No word on a potential release date yet. But as soon as we hear something, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, keep everyone informed of that. Our next story comes in from Jeremy Thomas as the talking about the new Mortal Kombat movie set to come out. Of course, it officially assembles its entire cast on the latest po poster. We're just a month out from Mortal Kombat arriving in theaters and on HBO Max, and a new poster features the majority of the combatants to be. Producer Todd Gardner shared the following poster for the film on Twitter. Mortal Kombat yesterday, which features Sub-Zero and Scorpion looming large over the rest of the cast. The film arrives on April 16th, day and date release in theaters and on HBO Max, as directed by Simon McQuad, from a script by Greg Russo and Dave Callahan. It stars Joe Taslam, Ludi Lynn, Jessica McAmey, Josh Lawson, Tatanyabu Asano, Nikad Brooks, Chin Han, Hiroyuki Max Huang, Sissy Stringer and Lewis Tan, as, and as described as the following. Used to getting beaten for money, MMA fighter Cole Young is unaware of his legacy, or because Emperor Outworld Shane Tsung sent his best warrior Sub-Zero, and outwardly cryo cryomancer, to hunt Cole. Fearing for the safety of his family, Cole sets out the fight a special forces major who carries the same strange dragon Cole was born with. Soon he finds himself in the temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god and protector of Earthrealm, who grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here, Cole trains with seasoned warriors Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and devious mercenary Kano, as he prepares to take on Earth's greatest champions against enemies of Outworld in a high-risk battle across the universe. But will Cole be under enough 
obtain the immense power in his soul in time to save his family and stop out war once and for all. Of course, Todd Gardner did post it, post the picture of the poster on his Twitter account. He says something for everyone in parentheses almost. So, so of course we can't wait for it to come out. Of course, next month. Of course, I, of course, based on of course as being a big fan of the original video game, ladies and gentlemen, I, I can't wait for it as well. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as the final, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer teases Sam and Bucky's team up. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier launches on Disney Plus this Friday, and the final trailer teases an action-heavy series about the legacy of the Shield. You can see the trailer right here on this page, which opens with Sam and Bucky talking about how much the Shield represents, and they introduces plenty of combat sequences as the two band together to battle Baron Zemo and his latest plans. The series stars Anthony Mackie as Sebastian and Sebastian Stan. As the characters, of course, also known as Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes, as they class through in the process of working together to take down bad guys. Their mission puts them up against Baron Zemo, who, of course, is played by Daniel Brühl, who is reprising his role from Captain America Civil War and reunites him with Sharon Carter, who is played by Emily Van Camp, also from Captain America Winter Soldier and Civil War. Wyatt Russell also stars as John Walker, otherwise known as U.S. Agent. So we can't wait, of course, to see how this, of course, will be well, will fare, of course, as it comes out this Friday. For those of you, of course, who are fans of the original TV series of Wonder Years, here's a story that came out here on Monday. Jeremy Thomas posted this as the Wonder Years reboot cast Elisha Williams in the lead role. ABC's reboot of The Wonder Years has found its new Kevin, or rather, Dean, in Elisha Williams. TV Line reports that Williams from Puppet Dog Pals will play the lead role of Dean in the series, the analog to Fred Savage's Kevin in the original series. Dean is described as an inquisitive and hopeful 12-year-old who is trying to figure out his place within his African-American family and the world at large, while coming of age in a turbulent time. The official description of Dean adds, Though a little insecure, a tad awkward, and a bit self-conscious, he is determined to make his mark on the world around him. Savage, who is directing the pilot and is a co-executive producer, revealed the news to Williams alongside writer Saladin K. Patterson in a video call that was released online. Of course, that is, that is on this if you want to check it out. Williams joins Saikon Sengwa, who played Dean's mom, Lillian, in the project. The new series takes place in the 1960s, just like the original Set specifically in 1968 Montgomery, Alabama, the show centers on the middle-class Williams family. The original show ran from 1988 through 1993 and was also set in 1968 to start, though the location of the Arnold family was never specified. So at least Fred Savage will have a say-so in the reboot of this. So we can't wait to, of course, see how that all, of course, will... Uh, how that all will, of course, come come about. Jeremy Thomas posted this story also on Monday as Brett Azar talks about his audition to play the Iron Sheik in the, in the show, on the show Young Rock and also the Sheik giving him advice. Brett Azar plays the Iron Sheik on NBC's Young Rock series and discussed his audition for the role in an interview with Sportskedia. Here are some highlights and there's a video on this page if you want to check that out. 
on how his trial for the show came about. He says, it was during the pandemic and lockdown, so I didn't think any, any, any acting opportunities were going to come at all. I was with my girlfriend, and I never shaved my head before. I said, babe, I feel like shaving my head. Would you shave my head? So we did, and she said, that looks terrible. You're going to grow up back out, right? Three days later, I get the call to audition for The Sheik. A month later, they confirmed I got the role. I was like, babe, we're going to keep this look for a while now. I did the audition. The producers loved my look. I had somewhat of a mustache and asked, can you grow a mustache? I said, yeah, give me like a month. No problem. Is it only a month? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you'll see. On studying Sheik's promos for the role, he says, then they asked, can you talk like him? I did nothing but listen to his YouTube videos and promos saying, I'll break your back and make you humble. They asked, can you, can you, do it more like NBC. <clears throat> yes, Baba, chic only family man. Then it all worked. On getting advice <clears throat> and help from the real Iron Sheik, of course, he says, I called Sheik and got his approval. He loved the idea. He loved everything I was bringing to the table. He helped me with how to speak and how to act. He wanted to mentor the wrestling aspect, but he's not in Australia. That's where we film. It's just the best role that I've ever, that I've ever been a part of. Best cast, best project, and to be the Sheik is a true honor because he is a legend. Of course, like I said, uh, he, he, of course, definitely, of course, resembles uh, resembles the legendary Iron Sheik back in the day. So, yes, indeed. So, Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Monday. As the movie Mank leads the 93rd annual Academy Award nominations with 10. And this was on Monday. This could have changed, but now I'll just go ahead and see what we have here. The nominees for the 93rd annual Academy Awards with David Fincher's Mank leading the way in total nods. The Fincher directed biographical drama earned 10 nominations as it was announced on Monday morning to lead the way, beating out six films, which all earned six nominations. Mank was nominated for Best Picture. Best Director, who was Fincher. Best Actor, who was Gary Oldman. Best Supporting Actress, who was Amanda Seyfried. Best Original Score, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Best Sound, Best Costume Design, Best Cinematography, Best Makeup and Hairstyling, and Best Production Design. Tied for second with most nominees were a host of films in The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Nomadland, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. All those films joined Mank in the Best Picture race, as did Promising Young Woman, which earned five nominations. Notable among the other nominees, 2021 marks the first year that two women were nominated for Best Director in Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Women, Woman and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Additionally, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross found themselves in self-competition, and they were both nominated not only for Mank, but also Soul alongside John Batiste. Chadwick Boseman is a post-mortem nominee, being nominated for Best Actor for his work in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Boseman won the Golden Globe for that performance. You can see the full list of nominees right here on this page. The 93rd Annual Academy Awards will take place in person from several different locations on April 25th, including the traditional Dolby Theater. It will air on ABC. Here are the movies that, of course, made, the, uh, made each category. First off, Best Picture, The Father, for Sony Pictures, Joni, Judas and the Black Messiah for Warner Brothers, Mank for Netflix, Minari for A24, Nomadland for Searchlight, Promising Young Woman for Focus Features, Sound of Metal from Amazon Studios, 
and The Trial of the Chicago 7, also from Netflix. Best Director, Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round, David Fincher for Mank, Lee Isaac Chung for, for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, and Emerald, and Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Best Actor in a Lead, lead Role, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, Stephen Yoon for Minari. Best Actress, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrea Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Sasha Baron Cohen, I think that was Morath, I'm not mistaken, who was in The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Racy for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Role, Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and Yoon Yu Jung. Best Adaptive Screenplay. I won't, I'll just name the movies. I won't name everybody that was involved, but uh, Best Adaptive Screenplay for Borat's subsequent movie film, The Father, Nomad Land, One Night Miami, and the Best Original Screenplay went to, uh, of course, the nominees are Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Best Original Song, Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah, Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago 7, Huzvak from Eurovision Song Contest, EOI, or Sing from The Life Ahead, and Speak Now from One Night in Miami. Original score, The Five Bloods from Terrence Blanchard, Mank for Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, Minari for Emil Masari, Masiri, I should say, News of the World from Jason, James Newton Howard, and Soul from Trent Reznor, Atticus Rose, and John Batiste. Best Sound went to the movies Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. Best Costume Design went to Emma, Mank, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Best Animated Short Film, Burrow, Genius Loki, If Anything Happens, Opera, and Yes People. Best Live Action Short Film, Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, and White Eye. Best Animated Feature Film, Onward for Pixar, Over the Moon from Netflix, Shaun the Sheep Movie, Farmageddon from Netflix, Soul from Pixar, and Wolf Walkers from Apple TV Plus slash G-Kids. Best Cinematography, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland and the Trial of the Chicago 7. Best Documentary Feature, Collection, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Best Documentary, documentary Short Subject, Colette, a concerto, a concerto is a conversation. Do not split. Hunger War for Latasha. Best film editing went to The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Best international feature film, Another Round, Better Days, Collective, The Man Who Sold His Skin, and Cruvitas Idea. Best makeup and hair styling, Emma. 
Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio. Best Production Design, The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tanae. Best Visual Effects went to Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and, and Tanae. So, but it would be, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it will air on ABC, of course, on April the 25th. The 93rd Annual Academy Awards. Some big, some big, some big movies there. Hopefully, and a majority of people. Talk, I heard this discussed the other day that a lot of these movies were, of course, having to do with uh, net. Were, were of course offered to Netflix, which of course gets, puts Netflix, of course, on the map here big time. So that's truly, truly unique. Jeremy Thomas posted this story back on Sunday. As a new trailer for the for the movie In the Heights is online. Lynn Manuel Miranda's In the Heights is screen and HBO Max in June, and the latest trailer is online. Of course, you can see the trailer on this page for the John John M. Chu directed musical, which is based on Miranda's Broadway show. The film stars Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, Leslie Grace, Melissa Barrera, Olga Miranda's Daphne, Ruben Vega, Gregory Diaz the Fourth. Stephanie Beatrice, Daisha uh, Polanco, and Jimmy Smith. It opens in theaters on HBO and on HBO Max on June 18th. It is described as follows. Lights up on Washington Heights. The center of a cabecito caliente hangs in the air. It's outside of the 181st Street subway stop, where a kaleidoscope of dreams rallies this vibrant and tight-knit community. At the intersection of it all is the likable magnetic bodega owner, Yusinabe, played by Anthony Ramos, who saves every penny from his daily grind as he hopes, imagines, and sings about a better life. And the trailer for this movie is, of course, on this page if you want to, of course, go check that out. And one more quick story here, folks, before we go to, of course, our pop culture history and birthdays here for today. Jimmy Thomas posted this story back on Sunday as, as the character Dark Side speaks in a new trailer for the new for for for, uh, for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League arrives in just four. Arrives, of course, <clears throat> arrives here, of course, here very. I think, I believe, tomorrow. And a new trailer gives Dark Side his voice. You can check out the trailer on this page, which includes some new footage from both Dark Side and Steppenwolf, as well as dialogue from Ray Porter as the new God and Lord of Apocalypse. The hour 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 cut of the film arrives on March 18th, which is tomorrow, of course. Right on HBO Max. The synopsis of the film reads as follows. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. The task proves more difficult than Bruce imagined, as each of the recruits must face the demons of their own past to transcend that which has held them back allowing them to, of course, come together. Finally, forming an unprecedented league of heroes, now united, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash may be too late to save the planet from Steppenwolf, the Sod, and Dark Side, and their dreadful intentions. So, <clears throat> so of course, you can check out this trailer, of course, where you get to hear Dark Side speak. Of course, here, coming up here, uh, Coming up here, uh, of course, if you want to check it out, you can check out this story. 
And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it with some of your pop culture stories here, of course, even though we stand back all the way back from Sunday to today, I mean, to yesterday. But that's with the bulk of what we've got currently, of course, right now. If we have any more coming, we will, of course, let you know. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-387-POUND. Episode 245, ladies and gentlemen, of WWS Outside the Ropes, of course, for today. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, of course, Wednesday, March 17, 2021. Mr. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here on the line here with you. As we, of course, ladies and gentlemen, get <clears throat> now get set here to bring you, of course, uh, our pop culture history and birthdays. Before we do so, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out, don't forget that tonight, of course, is a special evening. As you guys remember, coming up here in about an hour, uh, of course, because it was preempted due to a special edition sports machine yesterday, the Loose Cannon Shaquille Cole Seamus will be bringing you a special edition of WCWS Wrestling Revisited, of course, coming up here at 8 o'clock, 139-926-POUND, of course, as he talks about the latest, uh, some classic and current wrestling moments. I'm sure he'll be talking about Raw. Also, of course, give it talk about in some detail about what's going on with AEW and NXT, plus some other wrestling stories making the rounds. Be sure to listen in, in on Wrestling Revisited to, coming up at 8 o'clock. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe, like I said, 139-926-POUND. And also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget episode 964 of WCWS Revolution, of course, 138055-POUND. Uh, we'll have your news and views. We'll have your history and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get you in the, we'll get you up to date with the results, of course, for anything, any of the matches that, of course, that have taken place for both editions of AEW Dynamite and also, of course, uh, NXT. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you some updates on some of the matches here that we have currently up on our pay-per-view prediction center page, as well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully here sometime here right after Outside the Ropes, I will be, of course, posting. I will be, of course, posting uh, the getting everything prepped for the WWE Fastlane uh, prediction title challenge. I have not posted the matches as of yet. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, two people could earn an opportunity uh, could earn number one contender status for two of our recent championship belts. And uh, so, like I said, I will, it will be posted, of course, a little bit later on, as well as, of course, a special challenge match that was made last night. Due, of course, to a big-time uh, uh, debate here, of course, involving what happened on Raw Monday between the Iceman, Jared D. Duomo, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and that, that we have instituted a special challenge title versus title match between J.D. and Justin JD's Hell in a Form world title versus Justin's WCW US NFL title. Of course, the, of course, this this match will of course take will go on through Sunday. Everyone will have a chance to vote to see who will of course go home with both the HIAF world title and the WCW US NFL title. So we'll let you know, of course, what happens with that, of course, coming up here by this weekend. Um, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get to our pop culture history and birthdays, of course, as we, of course, get you get you up to date here on um, on some of our pop culture history and birthdays here for today. Of course, St. Patrick's Day, March the 17th. Uh, one interesting moment, of course, uh, of course, obviously, of course, um, the on this date in 432, St. Patrick, aged he was about 16 years old, is captured by Irish pirates from his home in Great Britain, and is taken as a slave to Ireland, 
Of course, this is, of course, obviously the traditional date, of course. Uh, some uh, more, more, of course, here on, say, 1905, Albert Einstein finishes his scientific paper detailing his quantum theory of light on the foundations of modern physics. On say 1939, the battle in Nanchang between the Kumatang and the Japanese breaks out. It was the Sino-Japanese War between 1937 and 1945. And on this date in 1942, the Bells at Concentration Camp opens with the transport of 30,000 Loveland Polish Jews. Uh, just, and we may be reading these, of course, in uh, when we do our movies and uh, sports history here in a moment, but I'm just going to give you a couple of previews right here. On this day in 1960, in the world of movies, one of the first French New Wave films, Breathless, directed by Jean-Luc Godard, starring Jean-Paul Belmondo, John Seberg, is released in France. And also on this day in 1968, disco group The Bee Gees made their U.S. TV debut on performing the song To Love Somebody and also the song Words. Also on this day in sports, ladies and gentlemen, this day in 1897, British boxer Bob Fitzsimmons was American champion gentleman Jim Corbett in the 14th round to win the world heavyweight title in Carson City, Nevada. And on this day in 1908, Tommy Burns KO's Irish challenger Jim Roach in 1 minute 28 seconds of the first round at the Theater Royal Royale Dublin World Heavyweight Boxing Title Fight. Also on this day in 1898, John Philip Holland achieved successful test run of the first modern submarine off Staten Island, submerging for one hour and 40 minutes. <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the man behind, of course, the, 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 the infamous uh, uh, Dreads, the Dred Scott decision, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, was born on this date. In 1777, he would have turned 204 years old. He did pass away in 1858. Gottlieb Dahmer, who I'm sure, like I said a lot, I'm sure he's a well-known, well-known inventor here. I believe, I believe that's the case. I think Dahmer, as in Dahmer Chrysler, I think that might have been named. Uh, was turned, would have been 187 years old here, of course, to, today. He passed away in 1900. And, of course, the man behind the infamous murders in which he dressed up like a clown, his name was John Wayne Gacy. Uh, he would have... Sorry. So, he would have been... He would have been 79 years old today. He passed away in 1994. Uh, on this day in 1845, the rubber band was patented by Stephen Perry of London. Uh, some famous, uh, three famous weddings. On this day in 1905, Eleanor Roosevelt, who was 20 at the time, marries Franklin D. Roosevelt, who was 23 at the time, who would, of course, be, who would of course later be the 32nd president of the United States, of course, in New York, and given away by her uncle, the 26th president, Theodore Roosevelt. On the state, 1944, actor Charlton Heston marries Lydia Clark. And on the state, 1955, erotic writer Anise Nin marries actor Rupert Cole at 
Quartzsite, Arizona, while still married to her first husband. And also, ladies and gentlemen, this day in 2008, uh, famed musician Paul McCartney, who was 65 at the time, divorces former model and anti-landmines campaigner Heather Mills, who was 40 at the time, on the grounds of unreasonable behavior. And there are some passings that, of course, I, we may not have, uh, probably don't have any knowledge of probably these folks here, but my apologies there. All right, let's go into our movies and TV uh, um, history right here. On a state, two events took place on a state in 1953. WBAY TV Channel 2 in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And WWLP TV Channel 22 in Springfield, Massachusetts, which is an NBC affiliate, begin, also begins their broadcasting. On a state in 1956, the 8th annual, annual Emmy Awards takes place. The Ed Sullivan Show wins, as well as the Phil Silver Show. And Lucille Ball also wins. On this date, two events took place on this date in 1960. First off, WSLA, now WAKA, TV Channel 8 in Selma, Alabama, which is a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And also, as we said, one of the, on this date in 1961, the first, first French New Wave films, Breathless, directed by Jean-Luc Goddard, starring Jean-Paul Belmondo and John Seberg, is released in France. And also, we, we said on this date, 1968, the Bee Gees make their U.S. TV debut on the Ed Sullivan Show, performing the songs to Love Somebody and also Words. On this date, 1991, the 44th British Film and TV Awards, the movie Goodfellas for Best Film, and also Martin Scorsese for Best Director. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, happy wish you a very happy 70th birthday to legendary actor Kurt Russell. Uh, of course, you remember him from, of course, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., Overboard. Uh, just recently, I think he did, I think, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I believe. Um, so happy 70th birthday. And also happy 29th birthday to, of course, the man we knew as Finn from the, from Star, from the recent Star Wars movies, John Boyega. Today, he turns 29. Also, ladies and gentlemen, on this date here in uh, 1993, we lost the legendary actress Helen Hayes. I believe she was about 93 when she passed away. So, on this date, 1944, some weddings here in movies and TV. We did say actor Charlton Heston marries Lydia Clark. 1955, erotic writer Annals Nin, as we said, marries actor Rupert Pohl at Portside, Arizona, while still married to her first husband. On this day, 1961, actor Christopher Lee, who was 38 at the time, marries actress Git Lee, who was 25. On this day, 1968, the, the drummer of the band The Who, Keith Moon, who was 19 at the time, marries model Kim Kerrigan, who was 18 at the time, at the Brent Registry Office. And also on this day, 1979, of course, Kurt Russell, who was 28 at the time, marries actress Susan Hubley, who was 28 also at the time. And we said the divorce on the state 2008 musician Paul McCartney, who was 65, divorces former model and anti-landmines campaigner Heather Mills, who was 40 at the time on the grounds of unreasonable behavior. Okay, let's see. 
Now let's go to, of course, our music. On the day, nineteen twenty-six, Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart's musical *Girlfriend* premieres in New York City. On the day, nineteen sixty-five, the Beatles announced their second film was titled Eight Arms to Hold You*, but it was later changed to just simply *Help*. On the day, nineteen sixty-seven, British harpist Sheila Bromberg plays a string section for the Sgt. Pepper track *She's Leaving Home*. Becomes the first female to perform on a Beatles recording. On say 1988, Larry Miserable opens at Dale Norske Norske in Oslo, that's in Norway. On say 1989, Chu Chim opens at Ritz Theater in New York City for 44 performances. On say 1992, Death and the Maiden opens at Brooks Atkinson Theater in New York City for 159 performances. 1994, Little More Magic opens at Belasco Theater. New York City for 30 performances. And I'll say 1996, Bus Stop closes at Circle in Square Theater, New York, after only 29 performances. Today, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, well known for the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. Of course, more recently, of course, he actually was the man that bought and revamped the National Wrestling Alliance, Billy Corgan. Today turns 54. And ladies and gentlemen, today would have been... Uh, the 102nd birthday of famed uh, crooner Nat King Cole. He passed away in 1965. Uh, but uh, today he would have turned 102. Some notable passings in the world of music. On the day 1801, Juan de Cese de Beluger, who was a Aragonese composer, passes away at the age of 64. 1803, Candido Jose Juano, a composer, passes away at the age of 42. On the state, 1855, Ramon Canarcier y who was a composer from Spain, passes away at the age of 65. And on the state, 1857, Adolf Trube, who was a composer, passes away at the age of 42. And we did talk about in 1966, Keith Moon did marry Kim Kerrigan. And also, of course, 2008, we said Paul McCartney divorces Heather Mills. So now let's check out, of course, some sports. On a state in 1876, British high jump champion Marshall Jones Brooks clears 1.83 meters at Oxford, England, for unofficial world record thought to be the first leap over six inches. On a state in 1877, Australian-English all-rounder Billy Midwinter completes Test Cricket's first five-wicket haul, 578 in the first-ever Test match versus England in Melbourne. On the day in 1893, Dominion Hockey Challenge Cup, of course it would be the Stanley Cup, at the Montreal Hockey Club claimed the inaugural trophy after finishing top of final Amateur Hockey Association of Canada standings with a 7-1-0 record. On the day in 1897, British boxer Bob Fitzsimmons KO's American champion, gentleman Jim Corbett, in the 14th round to win the world heavyweight title in Carson City, Nevada. On the day, 1906, Stanley Cup, Days Arena in Ottawa, Ontario. ECAHA playoff, the Montreal Wanderers lose 9-3 to the Ottawa HC, but win Challenge Series 12-10 on to aggregate. On the day, 1908, Tommy Burns KO's Irish challenger, Jim Roche, in 1.28 seconds. Of the first round at the Theater Royale, Dublin, then the quickest world heavyweight boxing title fight. On the day, 1932, the Montreal Canadiens center Howie Morenz 
registers his 334th career point with an assist in a 10-4 win versus the New York Americans, passes Cy Dennehy as NHL leader for career points. On a day in 1934, England beat Scotland 6-3 at Twickenham, London to win the Home Nations Rugby Championship and Triple Crown. Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, couple of, uh, we have three three birthdays to, of course, uh, uh, to speak of here. Um, Today would have been the 119th birthday of golfing great Bobby Jones. He passes away. He passed away in 1971. Today would have been also the 107th birthday of famed footballer Sammy Ball. He passed away in 2008. And also, uh, I believe she is a. Uh, I believe yes, she is an Olympian. Katie Ledecky today turns. 24 years old. On this day here in 1965, almost Alonzo Stagg, who was a football coach at the University of Chicago, died, passed away in California at the age of 102. On this day in 1972, Manny Martindale, a West Indian cricket fast bowler who did 10 tests at Barbados, passed away at the age of 62. On this day in 1978, George Dickinson, a cricketer, who had eight wickets and three tests away. I do not have an age for him. And also in 1979, Murr Inveretti, who was a cricketer, who was the father of John W.A., player uh, between 1925 and 1940, uh, also passed away. I do not have an age for him as well. And also one wedding did take place, ladies and gentlemen, on this day in 2001. Legendary quarterback Peyton Manning, who was 24 at the time, marries Ashley. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with your uh, pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get you up to date here with uh, with uh, see, several, of course, uh, wrestling, uh, wrestling news tidbits here, of course. And, of course, we'll be bringing some more about this on Revolution coming up here. Um, Coming up here, of course, here in about an hour and 45 minutes. Joseph Lee posted as Ethan Page's new deal with AEW is for three years. The Hamilton Spectator has a new feature on Ethan Page. The latest AEW star has a three-year contract with the company. Here Here right here are some highlights of an interview that was done with Page. On coming up with his ring name, he says, I figured it would be pretty hard for fans to chant Julian... Mishevsky. So I kind of just came up with something easy to find and easy to remember. I wanted to be bigger than any other Hamilton wrestlers like the Missing Link or Iron Mike Sharp. Ethan says, not to step on the toes of anyone that's come before me, but my goal has always been to be a bigger name than them. So we'll have to wait and see how it turns out. And of course, he had a real good, solid, uh, solid run, of course, here at Revolution here. Just, uh, just the other week, so 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 look, looking good indeed for Ethan Page. Joseph Lee posted this story today as Mick Foley actually gets rid of his beard and his gray hair. In a post on Twitter, Mick Foley revealed he had sacrificed his beard and gray hair to keep his look. It suggested maybe it suggested the beard may be gone for a few years. He wrote the following: "The big shave. 
After finishing up filming with A&E at Biography, it seemed like a good time to lose the epic beard and go back to my natural jet, back, jet black color. My bio should be airing sometime in June. You'll be watching. I'm thinking that my future Santa portrayals will be done with a really good theatrical beard, at least for the next few years. He did post that, of course, on his Twitter on Monday, I believe. So, so definitely check that out here, of course, as well. I'm sure he's got a picture of, of course, him now without the gray hair. And, of course, the epic beard is officially now is now officially gone. Joseph Lee posted this story here today. And apparently now we have a new on-sale date has, has, has been announced for tickets for WrestleMania 37. Earlier this week, it was announced that WWE had postponed the on-sale date for WrestleMania 37 tickets, which were set to begin yesterday. WWE has announced that tickets will now go on sale this Friday, starting at 10 a.m. There will be a pre-sale on Thursday at 10 a.m. Tickets will cost between $35 and $2,500. Here is the official press release. From Stafford, Connecticut, it says the following. WrestleMania is back in business and tickets to the two-night event will now go on sale this Friday, March 19th, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Fans interested in, in an exclusive WrestleMania pre-sale starting tomorrow, March 18th at 10 a.m. can register at WrestleMania.com forward slash pre-sale. Ticket prices for WrestleMania range from $35 to $2,500 and can be purchased through Ticketmaster.com. WrestleMania will take place Saturday, April 10th and Sunday, April 11th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay and stream live exclusively on Peacock in the United States and on WWE Network everywhere else. Blake Lavelle posted this story here today as, of course, Bailey was interviewed on her advice to, of course, to Payne Rice after the Raw Talk promo and also learning from A.J. Lee. In a recent interview on After the Bell with Corey Graves, Bailey dis discussed the Payton Royce promo on Raw Talk Learning from A.J. Lee and much more, here are some highlights. Bailey on her advice to Peyton Royce after her recent Raw Talk promo, Bailey says, I think she's fine it because she's not getting what she wants, but she's finding her character just by generally being herself. Like everything she said on Raw Talk, I know I know is what she feels and what's within her. Because we talked about it so much, I believe once you get a little opportunity and it hits the right people or if it, or if it stands out in some way, <clears throat> It's going to start rolling. For me, my character self came from being who I truly was when I was a big fan. I truly believe I need to change my direction to get the success, the success I wanted. So I feel like for Peyton specifically, this anger is only going to help her, and it's going to help her truly find herself. It's going to help her find how she wants to carry herself and how she wants to be perceived by the fans and by the company. It's just going to shine through, and her work is only going to help that. You, you have to have the attitude. She's already getting so frustrated that it's coming out. So for me, I think that for me, I think it's going to work. Just being her, she has an awesome look. I love Peyton so much. Well, what advice she'd give to new female signings in NXT? Bailey says NXT is so awesomely different now than it was as far as the women. I would say I had such a struggle with thinking I need to be so girly and womanly and dress a certain way and show up in high heels and dresses. It really just made me uncomfortable. Well, in a dress and promo class made me feel uncomfortable. So I probably looked uncomfortable which made me even more uncomfortable to even speak at speak because I didn't feel comfortable in my own outfit. And AJ Lee, <clears throat> I, I met her within my first six months there and she helped me so much, which was when my character really started kicking off. You have to be yourself and whatever 
They welcome you. Meet them halfway. Wish I could tell myself it's okay to be you. They hired you. They didn't hire you thinking that you look great in your dress or high heels. They hired you because of what you had to offer. So I know it's better now, and the door is way open for the women. I just hope everybody first getting signed. Be yourself because that's the reason you're there. So, so like I said, if you want to, of course, check out check check out, of course, that interview that she did with Corey Graves. You can check out the After the Bell podcast, of course, through Apple Podcasts. If you wish to, of course, check that out. There's a link to it, of course, right here on this page where I just read this story. And one more quick story here, folks, before we go on any further, which was posted yesterday. As Blake Lavelle has reported, Oscar, Oscar reveals her an injury update after making her return on Monday Night Raw. Oscar made her return on, last, on, on Monday night's edition of Raw, where she defeated Shayna Baszler in less than two minutes. After the show, Oscar offered an update on her injury status after being out a few weeks following Baszler knocking some of her teeth out, which also reportedly led to a concussion. In a message on the Japanese social networking app Now Voice via Resident Inc., Oscar mentioned that she has temporary teeth to replace the ones she lost and that it will be six months before her injury completely heals. The report also notes that Oscar explained that she will get implants in her mouth to replace the teeth that were injured. The current Raw Women's Champion doesn't currently have a match except for WrestleMania 37, but Charlotte Flair has been mentioned as Asuka's rumored opponent on the show. So we still don't have anything official as of yet for as far as Asuka goes for that, but we will, of course, keep everybody informed all about that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and go ahead and get close, close it out here for, for the evening. But, of course, I will be back, of course, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 o'clock for episode 964 of Revolution. <clears throat> Tonight, of course, as we said, we'll be bringing the latest, some more wrestling news and views. And also, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, will be bringing you, of course, your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get some, we'll get some discussion in on some, any results that we do have, of course, as far as AEW and NXT is concerned. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you updates, of course, on all of the poll matches that we currently have posted on the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page. There is still plenty of time to vote for a lot of these matches, of course, which is, which is of course, including these seven matches, of course, in our WWUS vacant title tournament that is currently going on here, even as we speak. Of course, you have until, of course, Friday to, of course, uh, to, of course, uh, vote for that. And then, of course, we'll let you know who will proceed, who will, of course, proceed ahead. <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, remember, of course, like I said, the W, the uh, let me see, the WWF US World Heavyweight Title, the WCW US Hardcore Title, and the and of course the AAA US Mixed Tag Team Titles are of course up for grabs here in this. So, like I said, we will of course let you know about how we will proceed with that once, of course, we have the official brackets. Uh, we update the brackets here, of course, this coming Friday on Revolution. But of course, we will be adding the special challenge match, as well as of course the matches for the for the fast lane prediction title challenge for whom, whomever is going to be, of course, taking part in that. I do know the human suplex machine John Gross has already posted his prediction title challenge for fast lane. Um, of course, so that so I'm sure he has a lot of uh, he has a he he will he you can also vote on his page, of course, as well. That page, of course, is called John Gross's. Sport the John Gross Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated right there on Facebook. Be sure to, of course, check that out right there as well. 
Outside the Ropes, episode 245, is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be older. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure, to, of course, to stay tuned, of course, here in about 30 minutes as the loose cannon should kill Cole Cephas, where we bring you a very special edition of WWUS Wrestling Revisited, as we said, was preempted yesterday due to a special edition of Sports Machine that they had yesterday evening. So we will have a special edition, that special edition of Revisited on coming up here, of course, at 8 o'clock. Be sure to go and join Shaq and, of course, hopefully a, a plethora of guests, as, of course, we'll be talking about some of the classic and current wrestling moments, including, of course, what happened with Raw, what is, going to, what is, of course, any updates, of course, about what's going on with AEW and NXT. Of course, Ring of Honor, Impact, any other wrestling news, of course, making the rounds. Uh, of course, anything, of course, like I said, that's on the table. They'll definitely, of course, bring that here to you coming up here uh, tonight at 8 o'clock. This is a one-night-only one thing here, so be sure to check that out here coming up here in a little while. Check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook as we continue to post new content on there each and every time. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I, forget, I did forget to mention that we will continue to, to celebrate 316 week, of course, honoring Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin with another edition of Who Would, would, you, would you Like to See? As Stone Cold Steve Austin will, will play Stone Cold against some, some superstars that we never thought we would ever see him go, at, go against. And that's they would have loved to see a match between Stone Cold and that particular superstar. So be sure to listen in on that, of course, on Revolution tonight here as well. <clears throat> so, t- so of course, be sure to keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean, and, of course, do a whole lot of praying, ladies and gentlemen, as we, of course, we're not quite out of the woods yet, of course, as far as this pandemic is concerned. But, of course, just continue to pray for all those, like your family, friends, and everyone, of course. And uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll, we'll get all through, we'll get through all of this. And, of course, we'll certainly, of course, be... We, of course, will definitely be on the mend here, of course, here very, very soon. So take care and God bless here, folks. Remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only the WCWS Radio Network. Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back on. I'll be back at for 964 Revolution coming Take care and God bless, folks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.